0: Welcome to Highly Irritable. This is my
1: daddy's show. If I were a rich man with a million or two I'd live in a penthouse In a room with you And if I were handsome No way It could happen Cause dreams do come true
0: I wouldn't have nothing If I didn't have
2: you
1: Do you want me to serenade you like this?
2: (laughs) It's a good song choice.
1: I think it's a great song. Yeah. Probably because it's one of my favorite movies of all time.
2: I don't know if I would serenade with that song, though, because it's Disney. That's like Disney After Dark. Yeah. But that song does make me want to do karaoke. Well. Do you get that?
1: Do you want to do karaoke tonight instead of the podcast?
2: Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. That'd be a lot of fun.
1: Well, listen, what's up, ladies and gentlemen? The, welcome to another episode of Highly Irritable. I am your host, Adam Lee, followed by the beautiful...
2: Marissa Jane. Ooh,
1: boy, she's fine.
2: <laughs> Thank you.
1: I just am so glad that I'm the only one that gets to see the full package.
2: Um, you can actually check out my OnlyFans. At, <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding.
1: I will convince you to do an OnlyFans one day so that I can quit working. Oh, and no. just do this shit full time
2: five dollars a month. We can't live off of that.
1: Right. Oh, my God. Kidding. <laughs> do we have a special episode today or what?
2: Oh, yeah, this is a good one, guys.
1: I I'm telling you, like, first of all, thank you, Disney, for giving us so many years of happiness and laughter and family moments and pictures, all that stuff. But tonight, tonight we're interviewing a guest who is in a movie, was in a movie, that is probably my all-time favorite movie from Disney ever.
2: I think it's one of the most popular Disney movies.
1: I, you know why? Because parents relate to it too. You remember when you were a kid and there was always a monster in the closet or a monster under the bed or you watched a scary movie and there's a monster that's going to get you from somewhere. Like, I relate to this on a whole nother level. So when I first saw it, it was like, oh, my God. And and how many times have we watched this movie?
2: Oh, no. Like, it, it really was on repeat when our kids were a little bit smaller. They don't watch it as much now. But there was a point when this was on 24-7.
1: 24-7. In like, our house. Yeah. It literally never stopped. I mean, we had the lines memorized.
2: I mean, our Alexa um, screensaver is what?
1: It's a picture of Sully with, us at, with Disneyland. us at Disneyland. Yeah, it's just crazy.
2: I mean, literally, there's Sully in our kitchen.
1: Yeah, <laughs> but without further ado, I want to bring someone to the podcast who should have been more of the superstar focal point, in my opinion, but they did a good job keeping her included because she was a kid, obviously. But the voice behind Boo, her name is Mary Gibbs, and welcome to the show, Mary. How are you? Oh, I muted you.
2: Oh, don't do her dirty there like we go. that. Oh.
1: Now you're up. <laughs> Hello,
2: hello. I'm doing
0: good. How are you guys?
1: Awesome. We are so excited to have you on the show. I can't tell you. It's like a dream come true.
0: Oh. Oh, it's a dream. It's a dream to to be on your show. So.
1: <laughs> <laughs> highly irritable goes to Disneyland. Right? <laughs> this is a little
2: strange. Oh. Well,
1: she this could be partly highly irritable because I did re, I did see in the documentary of the movie how they followed you around with cameras and microphones and caught you like in your everyday life. Do you rem- yeah. do you remember that stuff when it was happening?
0: Yeah, well, I was only three years old when the movie was actually, when I was actually doing The Voice. Um, Originally, they just needed a little girl to draw. Uh, And since my dad's a storyboard artist uh, at Disney and Pixar for over 30 years, he brought me in. And so originally, they just needed to sketch me, and I'd be playing around the studio. And as the movie progressed, they are like, well, she's doing good. She she knows everybody. I was comfortable in the studio, so they just ended up using my voice. Um, But like you said, they did follow me around because I was a three-year-old I couldn't sit still and they couldn't just tell me tell me what lines to say I couldn't read a script so yeah essentially they would just follow me around and catch me playing and get on my my uh normal little kid noises so it was an easy job for me
1: that's so crazy do you (laughs) do you have any recollection of meeting like the great Billy Crystal or I mean, did Yeah, you- so
0: I was five when the movie actually came out, and Billy Crystal walked me down the red carpet, and there's this moment, because voice actors, they don't actually record in the studio together, it's all done separately and then edited together, um, but again, when the movie did come out, and it was at the premiere, it was on the red carpet, and I had my back facing facing towards Billy Crystal and he walks up to me and in his Mike Wazowski voice he yells boo and I turn around and I go Mike Wazowski (laughs) so that was our first official meeting and uh, he picked me up and carried me down the red carpet and I got to meet John Goodman and Billy Crystal and yeah so I love that
1: (laughs) do you guys ever have like anniversaries for the movie where you guys meet up and and kind of talk about it? Like, I mean, do they I, wonder? Uh, Billy
0: Crystal did tweet about me. Uh, when I was 20 years old, I was teaching yoga, and Billy Crystal tweeted about me. Uh, Mary Gibbs, the voice of Boo, is now 20 years old and teaching yoga. So that was my big, uh, my big reunion with Billy. At least he, he knew what I was up to. That was pretty cool. <laughs>
2: <laughs> he's such he's, a dark comedian he's like that uncle that lives a few states away that like kind of just like watches you on Facebook like on <laughs> yeah me. yeah exactly and he's
1: like what's what's boo doing <laughs> right oh my god so like okay so you talked about your dad um being a storyboard artist how much of that how much of that were you included in when it came to like your dad's like I know you and your dad had a super good relationship I mean you guys were super tight. And he, I mean, how cool is it though to be able to like go to Disney, Pixar Studios? Oh, yeah.
0: I grew up at Pixar. Pixar is great too because you could, um, you could ride around the whole campus on scooters. And oh. so I was just a little kid, just like zooming around. And like, I mean, it's a community full of artists, obviously. And um, there was like different sections of Pixar where the artist would deck out their offices. And one section was just a bunch of tiny houses. That they turn into offices and so you got to like scooter around there and feel like you're in like in a little village and you go somewhere else and someone has like a golf course in front of their in front of their office and like I don't know it's a uh, it was just a super awesome place to grow up in that's for sure but it's a great bring your daughter to work day yeah, yeah <laughs> for sure yeah, going the awesome. office, or like a typical office
1: <laughs> oh man so now you're doing um you do a lot of the um like Disney Con stuff, right? Like in Comic Con and and like special guest appearances, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. So like being a child actress, I, um, you know, got a chunk of money when I was eighteen that I blew on tattoos and traveling, and so now I'm just uh, thankful for Comic Con. <laughs> it's like my residual income now. Uh, <laughs> right. So yeah, I do um, a company, CelebWorks. They manage. I think they're actually like four hundred people now. They manage the, like Mickey Mouse and Goofy and the original, um, Tinkerbell, um, the list goes on and on, but yeah, they reached out to me a couple years ago and told me that I could do Comic-Con. So I'll get flown. I just went to Florida. I could get flown across the nation and I sit at a booth and sign autographs for people. And it's pretty, uh, it's pretty crazy. I could still ride the ride the wave 20 years later. So it, that's it's <laughs> cool.
1: Unbelievable. Yeah. I, you know, that's the funny thing. Do you still, so do you still get residual dividends from the movie? Like, if they were to relaunch it or anything or do something with it, or when they do 3D stuff, would you get residual income from that?
0: So, I don't get residual income like anytime the movie's played or anything like that. Um, But they have reused my voice. So, there's a year's worth of my recording or my voice recording, like in the vaults. So, from two and a half to three and a half, I was brought in. And, like you said, followed around with a microphone. So, they have a bunch of recordings of me that they've reused. So, I was Baby Riley and Inside Out, and they use me. is like a couple other Disney, like Baby Nala and Lion King One and a Half, and um, for Kingdom Hearts Three, there there was uh, Boo is in that one. Um, so I've gotten like little chunks of money if they like reuse my voice. But as far as Monsters Inc go, it's pretty much like they gave me the money, and that was kind of like one and done. That's like
2: awesome. It.
0: Yeah. yeah. I didn't know that they did that. Like they'll just hold on to it and then
2: just kind of like sprinkle it wherever they want to.
0: Yeah, cuz normally they have older people do kids voices cuz they could actually yeah. direct them. But in this situation it was just um, you know, like I said my dad brought me into sketch and then it just kind of naturally progressed. So, yeah, I'm a few now they have more more younger kids, but back then I was one of the few actual kids voices that they had. So
1: It's crazy to yeah. me that 20 years later they still have they still use your recording. Like, that's yeah. just wild to me. And yeah,
0: it's pretty weird. <laughs>
1: they, well, they, even, they launched Disney, Disney Plus, you know, the, the TV thing. And we, yeah. wa- I mm-hmm. mean, we're, we listen to it daily. So it's like they launched it and then they make little short films like in regards to like monsters and cars and stuff. And I'm pretty sure they're using your voice on that too, aren't they? Have, do you know that?
0: My frozen.
2: Oh, yeah, there you are. Second. You froze up
1: a little bit. It's Zoom. Okay.
0: Okay. We'll
2: be back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, I don't know if they did a short with um no, Monsters Inc. And if they did, I don't know if um Boo's in it.
1: There is a couple shorts in it. I'm i I've seen a couple shorts with Mike and in uh Yeah, they did Sully. like uh,
0: Mike's New Car. Yep. That was a short.
1: And is that so, your yeah. is that your voice in those short films?
0: I don't think Boo is in it. Um but as far as Monsters Inc. goes, like you know, everybody, always, they have Monsters at Work. That's what I was talking about when I froze. Like, Monsters at Work, that's on Disney+. And my dad was actually working on that um, show for a while. And there was always a discussion of, like, are they going to bring Boo back? Um, and Pete Doctor, who's the director of Monsters, Inc., he always said, like, when Monsters, Inc. ended you see Sully's face open her uh, as, as he opens her door and you'll hear Boo's voice go kitty. And then yes. you see him smile and then it ends. And Pete doctor said that the reason why they didn't show her and they just, you just heard her voice was so like everybody's imagination could be left to wander about what, what happened after that. And so I think they kind of wanted to keep the magic of that. Um, so Boo's Boo hasn't been seen again, not in any shorts, not yet. Yeah. I'm still, uh, I'm still pestering Pixar about bringing me back, but.
1: Well, right. did they ever like come up to you and say have they ever reached out to you to get you to come back to do a like a full-blown boo movie? Have there been any things in talks with that?
0: Not yet. Not yet. Like I said as far like as of as of a couple years ago, I think they were pretty set on not bringing Boo back, but then again, like, it took them 10 years to make another Finding Nemo and another Incredibles, and, I mean, Pixar loves making money, and they've been liking making sequels recently, so I wouldn't put it past them to bring Boo back, but as far as I know, as far as I know, there's nothing in the works.
2: Well, look at how long it took them to make Monsters University.
0: Mm. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And everybody was
2: so excited, and they were like, oh, it's the second one, but it really wasn't. It was more of, like, a prequel to it,
0: yeah, so. I was actually because when Monsters thing came out, I was five, like I said, and then when Monsters University came out, I was actually seventeen and going off to college. And my mom and I watched Monsters University in the theater together, and she was crying. She's like, "Oh, they're in college, and you're going off to college, and oh my gosh!" Uh, wow. <laughs> but yeah, what no w- boo.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's like they planned it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. So what are you doing currently? Like, what's going on with Boo now? Like, what's up with Mary? What's she doing?
0: Yeah, well, as far as voiceover overs go, I'm in the recording studio for my first time since I was three. It's a lot harder this time around. I'm not just being followed around with a microphone, unfortunately. I actually have to, like, sit there and act. <laughs> right. Uh But it's with a project called Heroes of Extinction. It's actually directed by Andrew Nelson, who is one of the Darth Vaders. Um, He wore the suit in movies, and he does Darth Vader voices for all the video games. Um, And it's about a superhero that as he's getting older, he's losing his powers. And he's on the hunt for like a second in line, like the next super. And he finds this girl Janessa, and I play the role of Janessa. So I play the super heir. Oh, okay. so that'll be out. That'll be out in a, in a few months. Um, they're just finishing up the first couple episodes. Um, Heroes of extinction.com. Um, you could watch it on there or it's an audio show. So kind of bringing it back to like radio shows. Um, but we're in the we're getting characters designed. They eventually want to pitch it to Netflix. So it's like slowly, slowly gaining momentum. So that's, awesome. that's the next voiceover project I'm working on.
1: So. Beyond the voiceover stuff, like, have you ever thought of doing full-blown acting? I mean, have you thought of... Because it's, it's such a small community, and once you're in that community, you're kind of, like, set for life, I mean, to be honest. and every You see, like, all these people that, you know, their parents were in that community. They, they typically go that way. I mean, I know you're yeah. not set in it. You're a little more free-spirited, but, like...
0: Yeah, well, like, after... So, when the movie came out, um, there were a bunch of companies that wanted, wanted me to act. And my mom pulled me out of the business. She didn't want, she didn't want me to end up like Britney Spears or Lindsay Lohan or anything. So I'm really grateful for that. Thank God. Um, and growing up though, I really, I loved musical theater. I loved acting. I loved being in school plays, but then um, sixth grade came around and I was auditioning for the wizard of Oz and they made me audition in front of all the eighth graders. And I, I froze and I cried and that was <laughs> the last real audition I did, but <laughs> I've been doing this comic cons like we talked about. And I have been meeting a lot of other voice actors and directors, and um, that's how I got that Heroes of Extinction gig. I met Andrew at a Comic-Con, and so, yeah, like you said, once your foot's in the door, you're kind of, it's easier for you to get get in. Um, And so, yeah, I mean, now that I'm doing this project, it's kind of making me realize that, not that it's... uh, it just making me realize that I'm capable of doing it. You know that mm-hmm. sixth grade incident traumatized me, but now now I'm back and uh, I'm realizing I could I can act just a little bit. So yeah, I, I've been uh, I've always been the person. Like for example, people always ask me like how to get into to voiceovers, and at the comic cons I always hear two stories. There's that person that auditioned 900 times and was told no 900 times and then yes, the 901st time, you know, just because they were persistent and they ended up getting into movies. I always knew that wasn't going to be me. Um, and the other the other half of the people say they were just in the right place at the right time. And so I, I kind of lean on on that page more where if something came into my lap or if I was just, you know, like like the Heroes of Extinction thing, if I got asked to do something, then I would like I'd be honored if, if Pixar came back and said we want you for for Boo All Grown Up. Of course I would do that. Um, but I was never one of the people that like just wanted to go audition for a bunch of things. And so yeah, I, I'm definitely open to it. But.
1: so is it true that you can twirl fire?
0: I can I can twirl fire. What? <laughs> uh, I, I,
1: I watched a video of you twirling amazing. fire and went, what the fuck is she doing? Like you you're way braver than I am. Number one. But what was what is it like doing that? Like
0: <laughs> Yeah, well so I, I used to be really afraid of fire. Um, when I was like 5 years old, me and this girl were like dancing around the living room and it's, my memory goes like this, I'm not sure exactly what happened. I remember her push she pushed me into the fire. Either I oh. she pushed me or I fell, whatever happened, my whole left arm got burned. Oh, no. um, and growing up I like couldn't light a match. I couldn't I could barely light a lighter. I was really afraid of fire. And, um, then I learned to dance with it. <laughs> wow. my fears. Um, but yeah, I, I, it started with, um, like that whole fire spinning, that whole world. It's, um, they're like flow arts. And so it started with me hula hooping and I would dance with a hula hoop. And then as that progressed, um, I'm just, the friends that I'm with in San Diego is where I'm living now, um, they're all like flow artists and fire spinners and everyone's so willing to like teach teach um, teach their skills and I just kind of picked it up again and yeah, so now I now I spin rope dart, um, which is originally like a martial arts uh weapon and now I do it with a ball of fire instead of a, a dagger on the end of it.
1: But Jesus. yeah, it's wow. uh like Boo. It's, is, really boo's really, it's an into, adrenaline rush. Yeah.
2: If I see you pop up on my Facebook feed with a knife on the end of your rope,
0: <laughs>
2: I'm calling your mom.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh,
2: fire is okay. one thing. Knives are. another.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, I, you know, you, uh, you, like I said, are you, go to burning man too, right? You've been there before as well, right? I've
0: never been to burning man, but all my friends have been to burning man. And
1: so are you planning on going?
0: Food, 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 I, I would love to. Yeah. I, I hear they might not have it this year. I don't know exactly what was happening with COVID, but I'm definitely, uh, I feel like I'd fit the culture there.
1: Yeah, for <laughs> I sure. I think
0: dreadlocks, so,
2: yeah. It's well, funny because I don't, you wouldn't think Burning Man would be, like, regulated by COVID or anything like that because yeah, right? it's in the middle of nowhere. Like, you think <laughs> like everyone F-I-D. would still go. No,
1: yeah. I think people are still afraid of it, though. I mean, it's not like they don't have a subconscious, you know, like... <laughs> want like 500,000 people in the desert wanting to spread COVID everywhere. I don't, I, I don't sure
2: know. It's not many people, but yeah.
1: I love I love festivals and stuff like that, but I wouldn't want to be there. Like I wouldn't want to be next to somebody like he's sicko. Like you don't know. Like people take ayahuasca and all that shit, you know, out there and, <laughs> and ecstasy and all that stuff in Molly and it's like, you know, you don't know. Like you don't know if you're dying or not. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> yeah, like just maybe true. I'm diet burning man this year. <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> not how i want to go out yeah <laughs> in the middle of the desert yeah. so you had a pretty gnarly um you had a pretty gnarly back problem you had scoliosis right
0: i did yeah i had scoliosis and then in uh, 2012 i got 20 screws and two 10 inch rods in my oh
2: back oh my
1: god uh,
0: and, and you're is fire work.
1: Spinning and fire.
2: A spin fire yes. Doing hula hoops and spinning no, fire. Don't let anything stop you. Right? If that's, like, a push-through, like, inspirational story, I mean, that's one if I've mm. ever heard one.
1: Well, no, I, I mean, you know, Mary likes to be super humble. Like, it's funny, because you've been humble this whole interview. But, like, sure. f, like for real, though, like, taking out of, getting out of the interview and, and analyzing what you just said to me for the last 20 minutes, I can tell you right now that you're a fucking go-getter. I know that. But you're also, you know, you're very motivated, but you, you know, you're motivated by certain things. I mean, like you, the scoliosis thing, that was not fucking easy, but you're talking about it. Like the next thing I had 70 screws in my back or whatever, but you had to learn how to fucking walk again. Right. Like you had yeah, to.
0: And I mean, the biggest thing that I learned from that is it really is all about your mindset. Um, like I have a friend who he got um, a fusion is cervical vertebrae, a fusion is neck And he just lived his life in fear after that. And you could kind of tell by the way he moves. He's like very robotic. Um, And yeah, after I got my back surgery, I just didn't tell myself that I wasn't going to be able to do things. And as soon as I could stand by myself, um, I actually never went to physical therapy. I did all of it. I say I intuitively work with my body. So I like, I felt like I needed to stretch and strengthen. Like as soon as like, I could stand by myself, I started doing little yoga poses and I could only move like that much at first. And then as it progressed, you know, I was able to do aerial acrobatics like on the silks and rock climb and all, I, I went surfing after like three months. Wow. Um, so I did was, in, I say, definitely listened to my body. So like, you don't have to, you know, if did
1: something you say hurt, you, I
0: stopped doing it. Did,
1: did you say you do the silks? So you hang up on the fucking silk thing yeah, too? Yeah, I,
0: so I, I haven't Jesus done it in a while. I, I used to live in Boulder, Colorado. I went to the <laughs> Boulder Circus Center. But yeah, I, I I know how to do it. I wow.
2: missed that she had said that. I've like seen videos of people doing that. It, that's amazing.
1: Dude, it gives me anxiety. So
2: <laughs> no, not anxiety. <laughs> yeah. That's like, I watch that and it's like, it's beautiful watching the people like twirl in there.
1: It's beautiful. Yeah. But for me, me, the old guy, I'm like, dude, she's going to break her leg. Oh, my God. Yeah. She's twirling down, and when they hit the very bottom and they have that, like, abrupt stop, I'm like, oh, my God. She just broke her neck, and then she twirls back up and does some crazy shit. I'm yeah. just well, like, I'm wow. I'm bionic,
0: so I could, I could withstand anything now. Right? right?
1: I know. That stuff in your back is super strong. It <laughs> What's crazy is you had the surgery when it was relatively new, right? So, like, it was all kind of like, well, we we have this fusion thing. I mean, my dad had fusion surgery, so – I remember it was super testy, like they didn't know like if it was one hundred percent gonna help, but this was the only thing they could do.
0: Yeah, I mean the whole the whole scary thing with scoliosis is and a lot of medical things, but the doctor I mean they call it a practice for a reason. Like doctors don't really know and so you know, when I first found out, when I was first diagnosed, I was in seventh grade, and I would go to the doctor every six months and get x-rays, and they would just see it progress. I was progressing six degrees every six months, so, you know, like a degree Holy per shit. month, potentially. And at first, I tried wearing, a like, this hard plastic, like, turtle shell of a brace. Um, but again, they were like, this could help. It may not. Um, and s- yeah, same thing with surgery. They pretty much told me if I didn't get surgery, I'd probably probably progress i'd get worse like one degree per year for the rest of my life so like by the time i'm like 70 i'd be like completely crooked and i wasn't a lot of pain before surgery and so we just you know decided that the best route to go was surgery and since my my curve was so long they had to fuse such a big part of my spine um but yeah it was definitely it's all all unknown if you if you actually go on the scoliosis diaries on youtube i documented the whole thing um, way back when. I can't get into that YouTube account, which is unfortunate because I had a lot of views. But, wow. um, yeah, I just, uh, yeah, it's all unknown. But that's why, like I said, you kind of have to have a good mindset with whatever with whatever you're doing. But yeah. getting surgery specifically just because your body will heal itself. You just have to give it the tools and be positive about it. Yeah, And listen to it. Just and like listen you
1: said. to it, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 100%. No, I, I 100% listen to people like you because it's, it's definitely a mind – your mind can fuck with you. It's a very powerful thing. Yeah. But, yeah, but
2: your mind can also heal your body, right? Yeah. Well,
1: yeah, exactly. seriously. So you were doing Keeping Up With Boo on YouTube. Is that something you're going to continue to work on? Or are you kind of letting yeah. that sit aside for right now because you're too busy?
0: I did. I had a YouTube channel. or well, I have one called Boo Grown Up. And I have about maybe 10 videos. I don't know if I reached that mark. Um, I w- was doing that pretty consistently trying to get like one video a week. And then I just started, like I said, I like became friends with all these fire spinners and all this. And I've actually been throwing, I've, I threw, I've thrown three festivals so far. Um, me and my, me and my boyfriend, we've uh higher, higher fire and flow. And our first one was in December and then we throw through two this year. And with that, we've also get gotten more into like event production and we'll run like, he's a DJ. And so we'll run like stages at different events and, again i just like i i do like you said i am a i'm a go-getter like when i have something in my mind i'll kind of put all my intention on that um but i really do need to kind of like take a step back and like breathe and i definitely need to make more of those videos because (laughs) it it was a lot of fun and uh, um even like with the comic cons like i realize you know even though i'm like oh i was three like it's not the big of a deal um it is crazy how much monsters inc has impacted people and like I'll meet people at Comic-Cons and they, they'll they say that, you know, they were going through this big depression in their lives and Monsters, Inc., you know, for whatever, whatever their reason, they've like pulled them out, helped pull them out of it. And um, so I do realize that, you know, whether I like it or not, booze impacted a lot of people and I should probably get back on that, that YouTube channel.
2: Well, right, I yeah. personally thank you for keeping my children entertained for hours <laughs> on end. Of course. <laughs> because, I mean, um, <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh my god! So, I guess okay. So you have a theory. Okay, well, your theory is that you don't believe in the Pixar theory.
0: Well, the only reason I okay the Pixar theory it's a great theory, and I think it's she doesn't it really want to be the witch. Like, <laughs> the more I learn about it, the more I look into it, the more I'm like, you know, it does. I I see. The tr- Like, I see the validity to it. I uh, I know Boo is supposed to be the time-traveling witch from Brave, and I love that. So, I, you know, I'll, yeah. I'll take it. Um, the only reason I was like, I don't believe in it, because um, like I said, my dad was a storyboard artist, and that's in, like, the very infant stages of the movie. Like, the script will get written, and then the storyboard artist will come in and really, like, sketch out, literally all the like details and nuances and the sto- and all the jokes and like all the just everything about the movie before it goes into computer animation and he never mentioned anything about the Pixar theory um but that doesn't mean that you know some like big guys up in Disney and Pixar like they could be you know sp- like speculating and trying to like right. plan They're out the scheming. whole thing and- <laughs> Uh, yeah, and I mean, really, I, I know that they do have a lot of Easter eggs in movies, like in Monsters, Inc. There was a Jesse doll in Boo's room. Yep. Um, that was the before ball. Toy Story yeah. came out, I think. Yeah, the Pixar ball. I think there's even a, a Nemo, like a fighting yeah. Nemo fish. Um, so, I mean, they definitely do allude to different movies. And I do, like, again, like I said, the more I watch videos and there's always like updates and people are always trying to like find a way that it all um, fits together. And one thing in Brave, which is pre- um, Brave, where Boo's supposed to be the, the, the old witch, um, in the workshop, there's actually a carbine that looks a lot like Soli. Yeah. And so, you know, I don't – in my video on my YouTube channel, I did say I just don't believe it, but that's just because of my dad mainly. Um, but, you know, I definitely see the truth, and I really – either way, I, I appreciate the, the, like, the imagination and um, that Pixar and Disney gives everybody, you know, and, like, yeah, I don't know.
1: It's super interesting, though, I mean, because it is kind of a crazy theory, and if you follow the movie Timelines – they really mm-hmm. do kind of line up. I mean, the only the only thing that you said that was super interesting was, and, like, you were talking about the whole thing, <laughs> mm-hmm. and you said, like, this one thing, like, the reason why you don't, and it was because your dad, you know, being the storyboard guy, that you would mm-hmm. see hundreds of thousands of drawings that they would do in the infant stages of the movie. And mm-hmm. I was, that's all I heard was hundreds of thousands of drawings. So, like, beyond the the pixar thing like did you get any of those pictures from your dad like do you have those do you have the oh, yeah originals? i have one
0: tattooed on my arm
1: oh look <laughs> at that that's so cool
0: that's one of the original storyboards uh of boo running around um but yeah i have a i have a few framed um from him which is awesome uh but yeah if, if you go on youtube even and you look up um Monsters, Inc. specifically, but I'm sure you can do it for a lot of movies. But if you look at Monsters, Inc. storyboards comparison to the real movie, that's actually my dad's storyboards. And they really did draw out every single, not even just scene, but like within one scene, there's probably like 100 movies. If you think of a flip book, yeah. like yeah. an animation with pictures, I mean, that's, that's what it looks like because they're really trying to figure out the camera angles um the camera shots you know should it be from up high should it like you know how should it zoom in um all before it goes into computer animation where they have to spend like you know millions of dollars in it so yeah it's really hundreds of thousands of drawings it's crazy what an insane job yeah seriously i know my dad loved it though he was an artist since he like since he was like two years old my grandma has like put together books that he's made like he's always known he can do that and that's i think one of the reasons that i I'm so driven and like, I'll have a passion. And I'll just follow it full force because my dad grew up in a really religious household. And, you know, he was the youngest of six. And my grandpa was definitely not adamant about him being an artist. Right. You know, but my dad just didn't care. And he, like, followed his passion anyway. And he became, he, he directed um, Cars Tunes, All the Mater's Tall Tales. He was directing Cars Three for, for the first few years of the, of the production. So he definitely made his way up
1: no He's for weak. sure it's so cool and back then that was not like to be an artist was like oh you're a druggie and all this other stuff they <laughs> they didn't yeah. artists were not renowned like they are now but you know yeah,
0: it's true.
1: anyways but no you know what um do you have any plugs you want to throw out there i know you talked about your one th- uh about um your new your newest voice um job that you have
0: heroes of extinction um i'm visual boo on instagram so i'll be posting about heroes of extinction when that's out and then the festival that i throw it's higher fire flow but it's spelled h-y-r-e it's um based off a pyre like an an old um, funeral pyre and then we just um yeah change the p oh that's cool so higher fire flow um visual boo and then boo grown up on youtube and hopefully i'll I'll start that up again pretty soon but yeah
1: you, you you're leaving us hanging here you know get to work <laughs> <laughs> no, I know. no um and then um the other thing too is for all the fans i'm gonna put uh i'll put all the social media stuff in the show notes for you guys as well so you can click on mary's links um and mary i really appreciate you coming on the show it's it's honestly you know i know we're related in a way but like honestly we are fans still so and It's super cool that you gave us this time. I know you're super busy and we're very thankful.
0: Yeah, sorry, it was a little bit of delay, a little back and forth, but I'm got to finally lock down a time.
1: So. Oh no, you have I no know, idea. I, the, with the people that we've dealt with, you're you've actually been one of the easier ones. <laughs> That's good to hear. <laughs> <laughs> I can't, I can't yeah. imagine what it's like to deal with like the shit that like Howard Stern deals with with people's managers and stuff like that. Like, <laughs> I could only imagine. You know, like it must be an absolute pain in the ass.
2: Yeah, no, and we're, we're kind of a pain in the ass too. We have kids. We have to we do are, it a certain yeah. time. You know what I mean?
1: Oh, yeah. yeah, we
2: got to wait until midnight it to <laughs> yeah
1: getting. well the good news is as artists they're pretty much all night owls like i don't know an artist that like you know goes to sleep at seven and gets up at four
2: are you yeah. a night owl or are you a morning person oh definitely a night owl yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> she managed like, Yeah. like two o'clock
2: morning <laughs> she's <laughs> so. like i just woke up this she does good. festivals like <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: festivals <laughs> alone is like an all-night event you know
2: that's true yeah. that is very true shit yeah anyways
1: okay well mary we appreciate you and um thank again thank you so much and uh we're gonna get you a shirt and a hat too so you can like,
0: Ooh, nice
1: rock our highly irritable yeah, I will,
0: for sure <laughs> right
1: on um okay guys we're gonna take a small commercial break and let mary get out of here and we will see you guys in just a minute bye so the other day i was sitting on the couch and i got kind of bored so i went upstairs looked on the laptop and i googled electric bikes Because I wanted to ride my bike, but I couldn't ride the beach cruiser because I kind of hurt my knees. So I googled electric bikes, and this cool company popped up called Borrow Our Bikes. I couldn't have been luckier to find this company. It was so easy and so seamless. I got on the phone, called the guy. He recommended renting the Hemiway Escape. Um, It ended up being the best bike ever. I definitely want to buy one now, but they are on Instagram. Their handle is at Bikes, and I seriously, like I said, had the easiest experience I've ever had. The guy showed up, dropped the bike off, gave me a few simple instructions. When I was done with the bike and done renting it, he showed up when he said he was gonna show up and picked the bike up for me. Didn't have to move the bike or do anything. All I had to do was hop on it, ride it, and have fun. And that's the kind of experience I expected. And they came through in the biggest way. And that's why I'm talking about them right now. If you want to check them out, go ahead. You can find them at borrowourbikes.com. What's up, all you crazy streamers? Yes, you streamer people. I know who you are. You don't have TV. You only stream what you actually watch. Well... I got something cool for you. It's called Paramount Plus. Yes, Paramount. The Paramount. The one that's, you know, CBS, the big people. <laughs> well, they came up with a pretty cool thing that you can stream all of their original movies and all of their original TV episodes. It's over 30,000 episodes in movies and originals. You can even stream live sports and news with limited commercial interruptions. The cool part about Paramount Plus Two is they awful... They offer a commercial-free plan. And I don't know about you, but to not have to watch commercials would be so epic, even though I'm pitching a commercial to you right now. <laughs> but that's okay because I'm a comedian and that's what I do. Anyways, check out the, um, the notes for the show. The link is in our notes. It's the Paramount Plus link. Use it because it supports the show. If you could please, if you're going to sign up, or you can go to our website at um, highlyirritable.org. The website there uh, has the link connected to it as well. So check them out. It's Paramount Plus, they're very affordable. And like I said, you can watch 30,000 episodes in movies, original live sports and news with limited commercial interruptions or you can check out their commercial free plan that they have so everybody check it out it's in our show notes paramount plus are you tired of spending big money on sunglasses well i was and i found this company on instagram and they're called Yeats, and they're great not only are they fashionable but they're affordable and that's even better and they've got a little bit of a cool backstory too. They're, they're from Florida. The owners are Brianna Austin and Javier Chavez. And they start, you know, they worked at a jet ski rental business in Tampa, Florida, and they decided to turn a dream into a reality. And that's what is happening with Yeats. Yeetsofficial.com is where you can order your sunglasses. And let me tell you, they are affordable. They're anywhere between 35 and 40 bucks. My favorite pairs are the Humo, the Old Yellers, and and the faded, that's just my style, you know? Your style might be different, but Yeats definitely has it. So go to yeetsofficial.com or check them out on Instagram where I found them. Their handle is at yeetsofficial. And check this out. Yeats is an exclamation of happiness, excitement, or all-around good energy. Doesn't everybody need that? Check them out. Yeatsofficial.com.
3: What if it was possible to get local, fresh groceries delivered right to your front door? You could take up underwater basket weaving with all of that free time. Well, Instacart gives you unlimited grocery delivery for one low monthly fee. Way better than the other guys that nickel and dime you every time you use their app. Forget that one ingredient you needed to make your grandma's famous casserole? Instacart can deliver it to your front door in as little as one hour, You can shop multiple stores, see deals in your area to help you save money, and every item is hand-selected by shoppers based on your preferences. No more rock-hard avocados. And they'll keep your eggs safe, too. To start your 14-day free trial, follow the link in the show notes to let Instacart know that we sent you and to help support the show. Instacart, never step foot in a grocery store again.
1: Welcome back from commercial break. Let me, uh,
3: whoop,
2: whoop.
1: let me lower the mood here in the studio. What do you say, babe?
2: Oh, you're going to turn the lights down a little?
1: Let me turn the lights down low. Play you something soft and slow.
2: Oh, here we go.
1: I want to be on the radio.
2: I thought you were going to serenade me with the other song.
1: If I was a rich man. Oh, here we go. And I was too. I wouldn't have nothing if I didn't have you.
2: So we're going to go right into our irritations. Wouldn't Um,
1: have (laughs) nothing if I didn't have. And mine would be my
2: (laughs) husband. Yeah. (laughs) kidding.
1: My canted ability of singing, you know. I'm so good at it. Yes. Hey, uh, speaking of funny shit, uh, check out what Paramount Plus has in the show notes when you get a chance because you can now stream Tosh.0. Which is one of my favorite shows of all time.
2: It's hilarious.
1: Uh, everybody knows who Tosh is, but you can stream seasons one through five. They are now available for your watching pleasure on Paramount+. Plus.
2: Woo, woo. Yeah,
1: you can check the show notes and click on the hyperlink. It will take you directly to it. Uh, if you are not a subscriber, it is super simple to, it's su- to subscribe. To sign t- up. <laughs> say that fucking five times. You can literally just you you just check the link it takes you to the website you sign up boom you're a paramount plus member and you stream whatever you want to whatever's available on there they have certain packages you can get to and believe it or not you can actually have commercial free tv all the time
2: and it's awesome and worth it
1: totally worth it so i mean it's got tosh point N- tosh point now and not only that but you can stream the bachelor too <gasps>
2: I already know that because we have it. <laughs> Where do you think I watched The Bachelor, babe?
1: Yeah, commercial-free is what she does. I which...
2: sure do. I don't have time for commercials. Look, listen to me. <clears throat> I spend most of Wait, my look, day. Wait, look, listen. What?
1: <gasps> no, I was saying you, you said, look, listen. Look, <laughs> like, listen. Dip.
2: I All eyes on me. Yeah. <laughs> Quiet coyote. <laughs> Kidding. Um, Shmoney. I spend most of my day watching Many. children's cartoons. Cardi, if you cut me off again, I'm going to fuck you up. Um, <laughs> stupid. <laughs> Kidding. She totally whooped my ass.
1: That was a stretch to get in my Cardi B fucking soundboard. <laughs> Sorry, guys.
2: <laughs> you just has to try to throw it in there. I
1: did. Every episode's going to have a bit of Cardi B.
2: So, I look, I just, I need the commercial free shit. I don't have time for commercials. (laughs) I got to get my show in at the end of the day when my kids are sleeping. I, I just, I can't watch cartoons anymore. You guys, I'm on the verge of a mental fucking breakdown. Right. I'm going to lose my shit. So thank you. Thank you for the commercial free streaming.
1: And that was a three minute plug for Paramount plus. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. My money. Yeah. I, we also want to say thanks to liquid death for murdering our thirst we love you. We appreciate you. And I am officially drinking a can as we speak. And the thirst monster has not been anywhere near us.
2: No, I saw him murdered in the corner.
1: Hundred percent by a can of liquid death. And you can actually <laughs> order your cans however you want it. But most likely if you go to the website, you can get all kinds of cool stuff too at liquiddeath.com. Oh, you know another where another commercial.
2: Else? You know where else you can get some uh, really cool shit online. Where? Our website. You're right,
1: dude. Highly irritable. Let me do it. Like, I like doing the, the radio voice, you know, like when they do ads, there's like a certain way to do it. Right. You know what I mean? Like, they do like this pitch where they go, highly org. Yes. Today's news, you can go right into it. Like, you, you go like, at liquiddeath.com. Like, I it's delayed. You
2: missed your calling, though. <clears throat> Because you totally should have just done that.
1: I should have been the the commercial guy, nail it every time.
2: Yeah, or do like voiceovers or you could even do like the um the novels like you know, oh, you're getting comfy over there in that I'm gonna, chair.
1: I'm relaxing today.
2: Oh God. <laughs> yeah.
1: This is actually the way I should be doing podcasts according to my therapist. Really. leaned back in a chair, maybe I should play with myself. that will keep me like really
2: can i have his number i'm gonna call him (laughs) he's fired (laughs) sir you're fired
1: you're fired from your job dick yeah no fired so you brought up something really interesting the other day and i'd like you to talk about it for the for our irritated segment so folks i would like to Welcome, Marissa Jane, to the stage. I would also welcome you guys to Irritated, not hour, but minutes.
2: Minutes. Okay, can I get my little... Dot com. My little snaps. Can you hear me? In <laughs> yeah. the mic? I can't snap very well, but I want my little poetry snaps.
1: Poetry dot com.
2: Okay, <clears throat> so my irritation of the week, my friends. Um, I don't know how many of you guys have signed up to go to a gym or go to the gym. Um, but let me tell you, since COVID, I have not been going to the gym. And I recently started going with my sister mm. and she has a membership with Planet Fitness.
1: Mm. <laughs>
2: Good old Planet Fitness. I don't it know if you guys- It sounds douchey already. <laughs> know anything about Planet Fitness. Um, but they they've got a couple rules, babe. They've yeah. got a couple rules, so um, they have this thing first off called a lunk alarm.
1: What do you mean? What is a fucking lunk alarm?
2: So you're not allowed to do a few things inside of Planet Fitness. So they, when you're lifting weights, you're not allowed to drop them on the floor.
1: Wait a minute. So it okay. So <clears throat> the fact that you went to Planet Fitness kind of cracks me up a little bit because number one, it's the douchiest gym there is. Like everybody hates that place like real people that work out will not be seen shot seen in that place
2: yeah well, they're known okay. for being a
1: safe place for workout people
2: yes so if you're going there to do like an extreme fucking workout like if you're trying to be a bodybuilder like you're not going to catch ryan smith inside of planet fitness Like, he's probably going to laugh at me if he listens to
1: this. (laughs) And he will, because the rules they have, like, that you and I looked up are unbelievable. Like, I still can't believe that they go that far to say they're protecting their gym, their their members. Their members,
2: yeah. So you cannot um, drop weights on the floor. You're considered a lunk. Um, You cannot (laughs) grunt at any point. (laughs) Hold that shit in.
1: What if you're taking a dump? Are they going to lunk alarm you if you're dumping it out and you have a big one and you're like, are they going to lunk you? I hear
2: grunting from the bathroom.
1: You've been (laughs) lunked, sir. Your dump was way too big.
2: Uh, Supposedly, the alarm is so loud, you'd probably hear it in there.
1: God, the lunk alarm. What the fuck is a lunk? And where do you come up with that?
2: I think a lunk is a douche canoe.
1: But like, where do you come up with the word? Like, why have a lunk alarm?
2: I don't know. I guess to judge somebody for being too juicy. How how funny is that? That they're like a judgment-free zone, but then yeah. they're going to judge you for yeah, being too juicy. Yeah, that irritates douche.
1: the piss out of me. Like, th- it sounds to me like they're the ones doing the judging. Right. Like, I think you went a little too far. This fucking world is full of fucking pussies.
2: Well, and I don't think anybody grunts or like slams their weight down to be like, oh, look at me. I think it's more so like this shit's heavy and I'm really just trying to lift but, oh, no, it's too heavy. Let me drop it. No, or, I, you know, I, like, fucking, you, sometimes you grunt. You know what I mean?
1: Well, there are, pe- you know, there are people that are a little over the top at the gym. You know, like, they took a little too much pre-workout. Yeah. And they do slam weights and stuff. But they're just pumped up. That's all there is to it. I don't get why that's creating a non-safe split pay, uh, space for somebody. What the fuck?
2: Yeah. What is
1: that doing for anybody other than creating a culture of pussies? right um sir you sweat too much uh sir you're gonna get lunk alarmed if you don't stop grunting (laughs) so you literally have to try to be as quiet as you can while you're working out like they fuck with you or what
2: no um well it's funny because when i was working out the guy in on the machine in front of me (laughs) was singing out loud it was actually funny because I was like, aren't you supposed to not be doing stuff? Someone like going to lunk
1: this motherfucker? I was waiting. <laughs> I was like,
2: here we go. We're going to get the lunk alarm. Oh. And then, like, nothing. And I was like, what the fuck? He's over here putting on a show for everyone. But I guess, I mean, that was, I guess, under the annoyance category and not the lunk category. I I went to the front desk and I inquired about it.
1: (laughs) Well, after you told me I did like, you know, I, I went on Google and it said planet fitness could be the most ridiculous gym of all time. That was the first thing that popped up and they have 750 locations. Really? 750 locations. So
2: they're everywhere.
1: They're everywhere. They're, they're just as big as 24 hour fitness. Yeah. Yeah. And if you think about it, 750 locations nationwide, that means 750 locations. It says that the gym's 5 million member account is roughly 10% of the 50 million people in the U.S. who belong to a health club. So 5 million people are the douchiest people on planet Earth, and they will actually go to a gym where they can be lunk alarmed. Okay. Think about that. (laughs) Think about that for a second, people. Like, think about how dumb people really are.
2: Let me throw something out, though. I know it's totally my irritation in the week, and it's totally weird. But think about it. I have not been in a gym for at least a year and a half because of COVID. Right. I think I would be a little scared to just go to a normal gym my first day back.
1: No, because you haven't been to a gym In a year, in how long again? Say it one more time. Like a year and a half. Okay, so a year and a half. How fucking irritating that the first gym you go to has some of the most ridiculous rules you've ever heard in your life and you can't grunt.
2: No, I totally get that. I'm just saying I feel like...
1: Tell them the sweat rule.
2: If I... (laughs)
1: I mean, you have to be fucking kidding me that they're. I mean, how is that not discrimination? Okay.
2: It's not a sweat roll. Okay, so what it is is you are not allowed to bring a jug of water in. Like you can bring like your your little <laughs> water, uh, like a water bottle or like a tumbler or something, but you cannot bring like a gallon jug. You're not allowed like to
1: a- hydrate yourself enough. No,
2: but I was thinking like, okay, so like, what if you're a sweater? so you like sweat a lot during your workout like what if you're there for an hour and you're fucking like i mean that dude that was singing in front of me was like his shirt was drenched and this poor dude like can't carry a jug of water on him to like hydrate (laughs) he's like i'm surprised he wasn't dead
1: (laughs) i just
0: (laughs)
2: why am i not allowed to carry my own fucking water bottle in here (laughs) like okay and you know what like it says like I don't know I think it was a gallon that my sister had bought but it didn't look like you know a gallon jug of fucking milk like she wasn't carrying something like that I mean maybe it was a half gallon but it was like this little thing she's not allowed to bring it in and it's a really cute water bottle
1: (laughs) what what it I knew the water bottle the the rules are so over it's just complete discrimination
2: I don't understand the water thing it's
1: discrimination full-blown you can't tell somebody, here's your membership, but you're not allowed to bring a jug in.
2: Yeah, we're going to charge you this much, but you can't do this, this, this,
1: Because much. we think that people who do that are assholes.
2: And if you do, we're going to send off a really fucking big alarm and embarrass your ass. Fucking
1: tools. <laughs> I, I, but I would think it's hilarious. Like, I would love to videotape the moment where they lunk someone, you know, for sweating or That's something. That's another
2: thing. You're not allowed to record in there. Oh. You cannot set your camera up and record your workout. Wow. You can do that at a, a regular gym. You are not allowed or you're not supposed to. I mean, you're, you're really not supposed to. I, some people get away with it. Um, like I've seen a TikTok of somebody recording their workout and somebody's like, hey, that's Planet Fitness. How are you doing that? You're not allowed to do that. And they're like, oh, you know, I know the people that work there. It's fine.
1: Oh, he got lunked on TikTok.
2: <laughs> by, by a, a member. viewer. Yeah.
1: They not rat by each the other out and people, shit.
2: Because the people who worked there were their friend. But wow. it's like...
1: So even the... That's what I'm saying, though. Five million people are signed up in that gym. Mm -hmm. That's five million weirdos walking the earth right now.
2: You just call me a weirdo.
1: Hello, fellow members. We'd like to come over to the speakerphone and let everybody know that it's station 13. The man running on the treadmill, he's about to get lunk alarmed for sweating too much. And the jug of water he brought in was absolutely asinine. Sir, don't you know that you look like a complete dickwad with that jug of water? Yeah, ma'am, are you filming your ass again in the gym? <laughs> you are going to get lunk alarmed. There is no TikTokking, Instagramming, or any type of OnlyFan videos in this gym. Wee you, <laughs> wee you, wee you! Someone's been lunk alarmed. Does it like Chuck E. Cheese and shit? Do they like blow you up? I I want to see it.
2: I don't know, but speaking of that shit, they have the biggest fucking ceiling fans I've ever seen in my life inside mm. of this thing. Trish goes. Look up, look at this (laughs) ceiling fan. And I look up, I swear to God, I've never seen a ceiling fan this big. The girl next to me gets on the treadmill and and says over to her friend, look at that fucking ceiling fan. And I was like, I was just saying the same damn thing. (laughs) I don't know. This place is fucking wild. Will I go again? (laughs) Yes. 10 out of 10.
1: (laughs) So you're irritated about it, but you're going to go again. Again. And possibly get lunked.
2: Do you know why I'm irritated? Because I forgot my water bottle. And I feel like I was thrown off because they're fucking roll.
1: <laughs> yeah. Like, you're such an overanalyzer. Like, I can only, like only imagine the poor bastard trying to explain this to you. And you're like, you're like, well, wait a minute. Uh, how big can the jug be?
2: Yeah, let me get my measuring um, tape.
1: Excuse me, I'm taking notes. Can you slow down? <laughs> um, so if I have more than like a cup of sweat, are you going to throw me out?
2: Do you know why? My social anxiety can't take this shit. If I'm there, like I need to know every single rule because I swear to God, if I get lunk alarmed, R.I.P. Like I'm dying right then and there. Fucking like, oh, yeah, don't that would even revive super me. Super
1: embarrassing. I would never be able to go back.
2: I I couldn't. I'd have to switch to a whole different location.
1: But I do have to say this though, like in retrospect to their rules, they do kind of like cut the tool bags out of the gyms that live there. Yeah. I mean, I guess I don't know. I still don't understand it i still think it's full-blown discrimination because you know people that are gym rats are gym rats they go there all the time so they bring big jugs of water like i've literally seen like my my friends like have two meals while they've been at the gym they have four-hour workouts you know what i mean you
2: know i almost feel like this gym is like for beginners it's not for gym rats like i feel like gym rats have their gym you know what i mean like you're not going to see somebody with a personal trainer inside of planet fitness they you're, don't have personal not, trainers
1: like they don't have people that work with people
2: no i didn't see a single one
1: they have to it's a and gym you
2: know what? i used to go to crunch before and they mm-hmm. didn't and when you first sign up or like when you walk in they ask you like do you want a personal trainer do you want to sign up for this and then you see them on the side working together nothing like that um planet fitness doesn't even have those big um weights they have like the the little ones where those oh, dumbbells yeah they have dumbbells that's it those are the only weights they offer and they only go up to 50 pounds
1: they don't have like bench press or anything nope <laughs> uh if you're a bodybuilder don't go to planet fitness because you don't want to get lunked and then try to beat up all the douches that go there yeah i don't know what do you, what's in the news what do you got
2: Ooh, i got we're gonna got some good we're gonna stuff. ease our
1: way out of irritated hour and minute or whatever and we're going to go
2: into the, the news. funny news. Yeah. The funny shit. Um, do you want to hear about some guy's really big dick or do you want to hear about my bachelor drama?
1: I want to talk about The Bachelor real quick.
2: Okay. So, good old Katie Katie did not hold back and was her savage self during <laughs> Monday night's rose ceremony. She
1: is pretty rough.
2: She she's a little rough around the edges. So the guys in the house were getting a little upset because she was falling for this dude's bullshit, um, Mr. <laughs> Thomas Jacobs. Which
1: happens every season. There's every always season. one person that lies and is in it for the wrong manipulates, reason, manipulates,
2: and then it yeah. comes out in the end that they just were there because this is their um the rehearsal for like the bachelor. They just they yeah. just want to be the the bachelor. Like they don't want to marry her. In.
1: Tune in for the most, ex- whatever episode the of The biggest revealing yeah.
2: episode. You'll be shocked. Yeah, You won't uh-huh. want to miss this. Right. So um, it was very interesting. She totally put this guy in his place. Um, I was proud of her for, for yeah, seeing him. I'm going to play the... you
1: a clip of the most dramatic scene, the most dramatic rose ceremony in Bachelorette history. History. You guys got to listen to this shit. Yeah, and, and this is like alert. To- yeah, spoiler alert for all of you. And trigger warning.
2: <laughs> Stop.
1: <laughs> for all you fucking planet fitness people. Hang on one second. Here we go. Thomas?
2: Oh, hey, is that my game show fucking noise?
1: No, this is The Bachelor.
3: What is going Sounds on? Similar. My jaw is on the floor. Mine like, too. Like, this is actually happening. Seriously? So
1: I, I want to point something out about that last clip. His jaw wasn't on the floor, actually. It, if if he can go back to the video and look at the edit, you actually had your mouth shut, sir.
2: Yeah, it was more like an O shape, a very small O.
1: Yes, I would have to say that your jaw was nowhere near the floor. But okay, here we go. Moving on. I am literally in a- Extremely dramatic, by the way.
3: State of shock
1: at this point. Maybe this guy is a little bit better at manipulation than I thought he was.
2: She steps back.
1: That was dramatic.
2: You told me things I wanted to hear, but what I learned about you tonight is you're selfish, unkind, and a liar. Your bachelor audition ends tonight, so get out. And don't let the door hit you in the ass on the way out. (laughs) Thomas betrayed my trust. He manipulated my emotions. You don't get to use me as your stepping stone to whatever.
1: Well, he did, bitch. Yeah. And you got played like every other bachelorette. And she's going to have a breakdown in the middle of the season, guaranteed. And they're going to be like, we don't know if the show's going to go on.
2: Right. No, it happens every season. And it's
1: fucking so scripted lately, but whatever. Question.
2: How many times do you think she went over what she was going to say to him before she did it?
1: Um, I think they had like reading cards.
2: No, no. <laughs> no, But you know, she I think there was, was a the little bag. guy in
1: the corner that was telling her, like a little teleprompter, the what prompter? to say. Yeah. yeah, that's why she had to step back because she couldn't see it. <laughs> <laughs> no,
2: she stood out that hallway. Yeah, and she was like, "Okay, what? What can I really fucking say?" And he didn't say a damn thing. He just walked out. No, I'm sorry. Nothing. Thank God, because you he know, he just left.
1: Sometimes you just got to put your tail between your legs and understand that the game is over.
2: Oh, and he did just that.
1: I love it. I, I love feel it. like
2: there's something every week, though. It's tune in. You won't want to miss this. Like, they have to redrag us in every week.
1: I, I'm just not a fan of the show anymore. Until they get somebody on there, it's going to be more stable for the show, like, as oh. far as host hosting goes. I know they said something about David Spade. Speaking
2: but. of that, though, um, David Spade supposedly is going to do bachelor in paradise
1: oh that's way better so
2: i'm hoping that they can actually get him like reeled in for bachelor and bachelorette too but i think they're going to test the waters with him for bachelor in paradise but
1: at least in in on bachelor in paradise they're they're all in bathing suits so like sometimes you get to see Mm -hmm. the chick's asses and stuff
2: oh yeah oh yeah for an old guy it's like it's
1: almost like a raw porn you know right yeah
2: no, it, it's going to be good. I'm definitely tuning in for that, especially with David Spade on there. It's going to be even more funny. Um, hopefully, a lot of drama, too.
1: Yeah. You know, I dun, like my dun, drama. Dun. But what, what I was saying,
2: that game show, like, that music in the beginning, that doo. do do That was totally, like, who wants to be a millionaire music? Did what you the fuck?
1: Think, did you think that we were going into, like, a full-blown game show?
2: I did. I got tricked. <laughs> I got a was bamboozled?
1: Were you like, "What is he doing? What the fuck?"
2: I'm not prepared. That's not what
1: we talked about in production.
2: I'm I'm not prepared.
1: <laughs> wow! Don't worry, they'll fix it in post.
2: <laughs> Stop! You're you're about to get fired, Mister. Dude, what else is in? The I newspaper? can replace you. Yeah, we all know I'm really the highly irritable one. You are. Um, you know, I was wandering around online. And some guy's dick came across my screen and oh. it was an ad for a new Netflix show. Oh. Yeah. So I didn't know if I should hide it from you and watch it by myself later on <laughs> or tell you about it. <laughs> and I chose option B because I'm a very good housewife, right?
1: Oh. So I. I hate of that terminology. Came
2: up to you and said, hey, babe, do you want to watch this guy's cock on the screen later on on Netflix?
1: I really, you know what? Hang on one second before you get into this Paris Hilton thing.
2: <laughs> Paris Hilton
1: or Paris, whatever the guy's name is.
2: <laughs> no, there's no. Perez. Perez. That's where I read about it.
1: Mr. Perez, I love that guy. Yeah. Perez. It is Perez Hilton, though, right?
2: Yeah, Perez Hilton. Yeah.
1: Before you get into that, I'd like to say something. First of all, you yes. are not a housewife at all because a housewife in the old days was a cook or cleaner, washer, doing or whatever. You know, and
2: I don't do any of the following.
1: Well, no i have to say dude like stay at home moms have it way harder than anybody else dude like mentally physically i mean dealing with your kids 24 7 having no adult human interaction some days yeah that is fucking hard so when you say housewife Mm -hmm. it irks (laughs) me to no end because it's like that's not my wife like (laughs) I know. And if somebody says that to me, like in the outside world, it takes everything inside of me not to say, go fuck yourself.
2: I know. And you know why it's bothering you? Because earlier when I made myself a sandwich, (laughs) you took a bite.
1: It was amazing.
2: You said it was like an amazing sandwich. And I turned to you and I Hmm. said, oh, so I can make a really good sandwich. (laughs) And I think I had said it again for a housewife and you got upset then, too.
1: (laughs) It just irks me, dude. Like I watch what you do. You know, I watch what you do on a daily basis, and there's no doubt about it, dude. I'd be zonked after like the first two hours.
2: Yeah. Um, It's
1: nonstop. Mommy, 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 mommy. I mean, you really don't realize how much they depend on you. It's fucking gnarly.
2: Yeah. Well, the bags under my eyes are Chanel, in case you're wondering.
1: I'm sorry. (laughs) okay move on perez hilton
2: anyways okay yes 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 i love going on perez hilton's um site that was
1: the dramatic twist in the podcast
2: (laughs) um and yeah so i love because guys i'm all about that gossip yeah when it doesn't have to do with me right (laughs) (laughs) um
1: she's on one at night guys so let me tell you
2: yeah like i i log on there and i'm like on it and um this guy's it's just talking about this guy's dick all on this site and i'm like what is going on and it's a new netflix drama series and um it's about this lady who i guess i have not seen it yet and i i don't know if i should watch it but i'll let you guys know if i do um i don't think
1: we need to watch it i think (laughs) we can just take perez hilton's word for it like i mean are we not watching this first of all prez hilton i love him with all my heart that guy is fucking hilarious yes and the the whole reason why we're even bringing this up is how funny his reaction to seeing this person's penis was i guess it was a monster
2: oh i i can read it It did we get a
1: measurement on that dick
2: In a shocking scene, Billy's jealous husband follows her ex to his gym. Oh, here we go with the gyms. Probably wasn't Planet Fitness if his dick was out. And into the shower, specifically to check out the goods that have his wife still daydreaming. And instead of just playing off to a look like most shows do, they show it, the whole thing.
1: Can I be honest?
2: And a close-up.
1: Oh, that's great. How did they fit it in there if it was that big? Obviously, it wasn't that big of a deal. Let
2: me tell you. um, they The camera blurred adds it out. 10 pounds too, by the way. <laughs> they blurted out on Press Hilton's site. <laughs> um, but th- the size of this white rectangle is very large. <laughs> so I'm going to need to get my, my ruler. <laughs> <laughs> it says, look, we're not going to show it, but y'all have Netflix. It's right there to look at if you want. And lots of people did see some of the reactions as jaws hit the floor and then it proceeds to show a bunch of people tweeting about like how wild this fucking show is um so if you guys want to go on netflix the show is called sex slash life um and the specific dick locker room scene is at 1950 minutes
1: so it's really like the the first like Major of dick three. shot. Season
2: three. Sorry. Season three. Well, can I, or sorry, episode three?
1: Can I admit something on air right now? What? One of my biggest fantasies oh, of no. all time. Uh huh. All time. Uh uh-huh. Is to like be working out at a gym, get done working out. Yeah. Go in to take a shower and have like a hot ass chick walk in and just start banging the shit out of her in the gym shower.
2: Oh.
1: I used to have fantasies like that all the time.
2: But you don't go to the gym.
1: No, but I used to. And when I did, that was one of my fantasies. I always thought, like, dude.
2: Maybe some chick will walk in.
1: Yeah, like, could I ever get lucky enough to where a chick would walk in the bathroom and just be like, I want to fuck your brains out. I mean, I'm not good looking enough, but that was one of my fantasies.
2: Well, that is not what happened here. It was a dude checking out his package.
1: Oh, so it's a, a man. Oh, into, it's a gay one. It's, no,
2: were you listening? This girl's husband. Oh,
1: got you, got you, got you. Is uh, checking
2: out her ex-boyfriend's yes, yes. dick because he's jealous.
1: Yes. I think now I get he
2: it. had caught her thinking about her ex. God, ex's think about that. Thing. Like
1: you kind of look down and check go, out the competition. Oh, this guy's just been mashing my chick. Why would you want to know how big his dick was? Like that would bother the fuck out of me.
2: Right? Like I wouldn't a, be
1: able to be with her anymore if I knew he had a bigger dick than my arm. I mean, they took an entire triangle to block this motherfucker triangle. out. Triangle? It, it was and a giant the, rectangle. If the camera adds 10 pounds, just think <laughs> about it. Whew. Oh he was stiffler around.
2: Yeah. Yeah, apparently uh, it got people real excited. And yeah, I mean, if you want some entertainment, just go on Twitter and just type in the hashtag
1: yeah fuck the news the let's talk name. about our fantasies no
2: <laughs> you guys might want to tune You're getting out getting me all this worked point. up
1: right now i just want to go get in the shower and see if you secretly surprise me and kind of you know grab my penis you, and start you could with like
2: it. do a couple push-ups real quick Some and then like push-ups? jump in the shower and then i could just like run in there if you want yeah
1: scott walter kimball likes to say uh cock push-ups oh yeah let's do a little cock push-ups
2: yeah yeah Words. You could do a couple jumping jacks, get a little sweaty, and then huh. like, get in the shower and pretend you're at the gym, you know? Yeah. And be like, oh, they have my shampoo here. And then, <laughs> oh, my wife's here. That's kind of weird. Wow,
1: dude, what is this all about?
2: Or, like, I, you could just pretend it's not me, you know?
1: <laughs> I hope you guys don't mind me jerking it in the shower right now. Hey, Bob.
2: Hey, Bob. got
1: kind of horny. <laughs> that 10-set fucking whacker we did earlier really got me going. <laughs> I just couldn't help myself. Oh, yeah, this is my wife. You want to jump in?
2: Right. Oh, my goodness. Huh.
1: Anyways. That's what, so funny because we else? were
2: just talking about the gym. Do you think if I, I'm safe to go into the shower at Planet Fitness? Not that I'm allowed to sweat enough there to yeah. even take a shower.
1: <laughs> I, yeah, I would. Not if I'm there. <laughs> you might have like a uh, something poking you in the back when you're not looking.
2: Right? I'm kind of scared to go to the gym with you. I felt like if I, like, bent over to pick up some weights, I'd feel like something really hard, like, on my butt.
1: Oh, my God. Yes, you would. Yeah. If I had to watch you bend over and work out all night, yeah, fuck yeah, you're crazy.
2: I know. Like, I feel like you got a little upset, to be honest, when I told you you're, that I was going to the I gym. I did.
1: I thought some you were going to go get all these males, I, I, you know.
2: But you, were thought, you thought I was going to a regular gym.
1: Good news is you went to the non-douche gym.
2: Yeah, I think you're a little happy happier i'm going to planet fitness
1: no i'm not i still don't like that gym i still think it's lame that they're discriminatory
2: but would you rather me go to like a regular gym
1: i i you know what i at first was not like too keen on it (laughs) but at the same time i'm like you know what you got to do what you got to do so and you know that i support you so i don't care yeah do your thing i love you have fun
2: you're so sweet yeah. As you buy me a set of weights and a treadmill yeah. to work out here. <laughs> yeah, even though you
1: have a perfectly good yoga mat and two dumbbells that your son likes to do naked yoga with for some reason on camera.
2: It's not on camera. Oh my god. Don't don't listen to him, people. That's not what happens. <laughs> oh my god. CPS is back again. All right. Is CPS oh my god. gonna come here for every fucking episode? They're gonna start building a case.
1: I think they are, dude. Ugh. <laughs> oh, anyways.
2: Oh, you're hilarious. Is anything irritating you or have you been having a good week?
1: Uh well, we don't want to talk about my week. My anxiety has been super bad. Yeah. I don't want to talk about it. I'll, that's so off then, the air shit.
2: Just say you're having a good week then. I'm
1: having a good week. Lie. My week has been kind of uh meh. meh.
2: meh.
1: Actually it's been more like <laughs>
2: Oh Government.
1: Anyways. Is there anything else in the news? Or are we done
2: well that's all i had for you folks
1: wow do Unless i have to i
2: see um anything else pop up
1: do we have to do uh, our final thoughts then because we're raking it in
2: we could talk about britney spears if you want to no
1: nah, i think we'll hang it up
2: <laughs> he said shut <laughs> the fuck
1: up anyways what do you think Alrighty. of the mary gibbs interview
2: it was good. Yeah, I
1: liked it. She's interesting.
2: Yeah, and I'm all for Disney. You know, it's my favorite. I I mean, most of the time, like I'm content watching Disney movies. Yeah, more so because of my kids. But anything than than fucking YouTube. I anything think it, it is yeah. She's. YouTube.
1: It's interesting to see her this far along, and and like you can never picture Boo as anything but Boo, right? Right. But then you see Mary who's the voice of her and she still Mary still looks young though. She still looks like a young girl. You know what I'm saying? It's not uh-huh. like she's some aged weathered old woman. Right. But it's like she still I see Boo when I see her sometimes. Like right. knowing that she's the voice. You know what I mean?
2: No, I totally understand what you're saying.
1: Yeah. But it was interesting. I I definitely had fun interviewing her, and it's crazy the shit that she does. She's such a free spirit. Like, I wish I had her courage to go fucking spin fire and hang from silk fucking shit and all that stuff. I mean, I don't know. Whatever. I'm just just, such a, like, homebody chicken shit.
2: I know. Um, If you want, I'll get a stripper pole and put it in the middle of the room.
1: Nah, I'm good, because I'm afraid to go on, like, the loop-de-loo fucking uh fucking roller coaster at fucking Disneyland. Oh. I just said the F word like thirteen times. Can we mute that? <laughs> Someone get what, the engineer. Guys? Oh wait, we're I'm gonna, the engineer.
2: We're gonna wrap this up. Um Mr. Irritable's gonna go night night.
1: Right. Yeah. It's time for bed. It's for time real. for
2: me to tuck him in, y'all. <laughs> Listen,
1: we're gonna do our final thoughts. Are you guys are you ready?
2: Yes, yes.
1: Marissa I have a question for you. I'm going to include you in my final thoughts. Okay. Uh-huh. Are you ready? Yeah. Okay. Have you had anybody come up to you yet and say, wow, you're Marissa Jane from Highly Irritable?
2: Well, yes, I did at the grocery store.
1: Did you really? The other day. Are you serious? No. <laughs> no? Okay. So you haven't had anybody come up to you either? No. Yeah. I haven't signed an autograph yet. No. But I could sure use a review or two. Yes. Yes. And we could sure use you guys checking out our website and all the Instagram posts that we have and the show notes and clicking those affiliate links to help us make some money so we can keep producing some of this funny content if you like it. If you don't, then don't do it. I mean, just leave a review and say what a fucking tool they are, right?
2: <laughs> right. Or even say like, God, I loved Planet Fitness. Fuck you.
1: Right or what you could do technically mm-hmm. is you could sit there in the review box look at it really long and hard before you give us a five star rating and just say hey marissa hey adam go fuck yourself <laughs>